Ho! Good morning, everybody! What's happening, Hoops? Oops, sorry. Hello, team! Welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV, hosted by the Turkey Boys, Ryan Ecker and Scott. Scott Sweeney. Okay. (laughs) I just, like, choked on myself, and we're having fun. You nervous, bud? Yes. It's been a while since we've done this. Forget how to, uh... This is a late show, for those of you who didn't notice. My sister had a baby the other day. Congratulations, Cat and Stern. Yes! On Caden Ryan Chamberlain. It's very exciting. Healthy young man. Yeah. You're an uncle, kid. It's true. Uncle Buck over here. You should see the toast. I could barely get it through the door. <laughs> you bidding in? What are other uncle movies? Are there? I can't think of any other ones. I'm sure there's some. Um, uncle to Uncle? Is Ooh. that podcast you like? That's yeah, a shout out. That's a nice plug. Apparently they plug us, so I'm going to plug them now. Hello, friends. Um, it's late. Hi, what do you guys think of our new theme song? Why don't you write in enoughthepodcast at gmail.com? This is Billy Vaughn, a swinging safari coming at ya. <laughs> Featuring Ann Wilson. Wait, no, that's the next song. This is a hot cut. But yeah, it's, uh, it's Labor Day, and uh, we don't take days off from the work here. So we're here making the show for you. And Labor Day, it's your favorite movie, if I'm not mistaken, eh? Is that correct? Is that in the um, like Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve series, directed by uh, Werner Herzog, or whatever that guy's name is? No, this is... One of Jason Reitman's like oh, most forgettable movies. It's like a weird romance with Kate Winslet and uh, Josh Brolin, where mm. he like kidnaps a family and like then she falls in love with him. It's a really weird, boring movie that I bet no one listening to this has ever even heard of, let alone seen. It sounds awful. Yeah, it's a turkey. But uh, on the way here, I saw a sign for the Blue Man Group. I was kind of surprised. That's still happening? I would imagine, yeah. I went to that once at the Charles Playhouse. Yeah, probably like 20 years ago. I would say it was over 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just amazing, like, all the shows that come and go. Like, the Blue Man Group is still pulling in crowds. Yeah, imagine getting that kind of work as, like, a say you're a a Blue Man Group player for 20 years. I mean, I'd love to get in there. That'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, let's get right into it. We actually had the uh, the straight pride parade happen happened here the other day, right here in Boston, Massachusetts. We're straight, aren't we? Kid, no doubt. I'm actually confused. I'm gonna label myself as queer. Ooh, that's well. Take a stand together. We'll get some LGBT. That's the dope idea. New fans, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen up, folks. Yeah, the straight. Let's jokes aside, though, like. I thought, the straight I th- pride is... The, uh, number one, you know my stance on parades. I've said that on the air before. They're horrible. They're, They're po- misery. Poisonous. Even if there was a parade in our honor, and enough <laughs> enough specific parade, it would still be I would cancer. not want to attend and still be frustrated with it. <laughs> it's To me, the idea of a bunch of guys who are insecure about their sexuality parading down Boylston Street on a holiday weekend and also the biggest moving weekend of the entire year in this college town. A lot of moving trucks and busybodies on my way in here. Oh, my God. It was a whole thing. Yesterday was... It was Sunday, right? The 30... Or Saturday, the 31st? The parade? It was... I think it was Saturday. Okay. Today's Monday, yeah. Yeah, just... 
I thought like the idea of it happening was a joke, like oh the straight pride parade. But then I, I saw oh no, it's real. I saw some clips on Twitter. I was like oh this is actually happening. And Enemy were- of the show Milo Yiannopoulos was the Grand Marshal, and he's a notorious uh, homosexual man who is extreme oh alt right. You know yeah. He's a kudja. It's yeah. I think I don't think he actually believes any of the stuff that he says. Yeah. He just wants to make a big scene. It's funny just seeing like you see the clips of all the people down there. It's a bunch of like bean set waterheads. They're all like Trump people. Who that are one just, picture like, of the guy with the cutoff shirt, the Trump twenty twenty, and he's like old guy, wiry muscles. <laughs> yeah. He was so punchable. I mean, they all are. just like flexing for the camera. Dude, you're sixty years old. Yeah. Go hang out with your grandchildren, you fucking maggot. I want to go down there with a sign that said, Build the wall, burgers. <laughs> I would fit in nicely. But, uh... <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. The fans Where the fuck there. is he, you fucking cunt? And in fact, I think the Straight Pride Parade will be the next plot of the, the next Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg collaboration. Oh. And they're, they're true to life. How yeah. you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I'm proud of being straight. And so is Donnie. And so is Paul. And Peter. Who's the ho- Peter? The whole team. Peter Pe- Berg? Peter Berg, yeah. He got his own burger on the menu of Wahlburgers. The Peter Berg. That's right. I'm not in the mood to do my Wahlburger today. <laughs> Good. My Wahlburg. Um, yeah, enough about the Straight Pride Parade. What I, I yes. re- My main news item today is that friend of the show, John Travolta... Oh, my God! ...had yet another award show blunder which i think is outstanding and we all remember this one i don't know if that was loud enough but the adele dazim from the the trying to say adina menzel from the oscars yeah i guess the vmas were last week and he was presenting taylor swift with some mm. uh too skinny dry vagina award oh and <laughs> She came up there to, to show off how woke she is. She brought a transvestite woman up on the stage with her. And I guess John Travolta thought that the transvestite was Taylor and handed mm. he her the award. Yes. And I saw the clip. It's a fun goof. I like how Travolta, whoops. he's like not old enough to be pulling these moves. He's like, a, he looks like a doddering old man, like at all these award shows, giving the wrong thing to the wrong person saying the wrong names it's funny though yeah i mean <laughs> and didn't nick his people tweet i'm at it again or something stupid on his account yeah he, he yeah he maybe even Some did it lazy could you maybe even did it on purpose just to promote the fanatic coming yeah. out what friday yes which the, i'm very i already pre-ordered it 9.99 on itunes the fanatic uh directed by fred i was gonna say friend of the show fred durst but i have to really try to rein that in yes <laughs> That, uh, it was playing at one theater in, like, Somerville or somewhere. The Somerville Theater? I would have gone. Not e- no, not that one. Okay. It was somewhere, like, odd. At, like, one of the malls on, like, the fringe of the bean. The but AMC was, one? I think. Maybe? maybe, like, the Dedham one. I don't know. Oh, we've been to that. That's where we saw Scanner Darkly. Yeah, it was at one of the weird ones. But it was only playing one showing one night. And it's you knock like, over an armored car at the Dedham Mall and you pay yeah. guineas in Providence? Like, I'm not fucked up enough to, like... <laughs> travel an hour to go see this John no Travolta good. Fred Durst movie we can just wait and watch it on demand in like a week yeah agreed um, what else you got I thought it was fun uh, did you see that Jared Leto has something of a cult going on these days 
Him and his silly band, they have like an <sighs> island where they charge people an outrageous sum of money to come and listen to him like pontificate in like about a what? He's like in a Jesus robe, like going on and on about who knows what, and then they do two like special intimate concerts with uh Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Fuck. And it's just like his followers call him Prophet and it's just like, wow, does he seem unbearable? <laughs> and imagine being that into 30 Seconds of Mars. They have like two cuts and it's like, oh, I'm traveling to like this island in the Galapagos for the weekend to listen to Jared Leto go on and on about how damaged the Joker is and wacky stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I spent $10,000 to listen to this asshole sing this song in like a tropical location while dressed up as Jesus. <laughs> it's like, what's going on out there? Ass to ass. Yeah. It's insane. I, uh, I, have, I have a reveal. You're in on his cuts deeply? I am indeed. It's not a reveal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed most of this album. Are you heading to this island? <laughs> you like crowd surfing with all his... Uh, Oh man, his super I, fans, all his prophets. It's the next fire festival. Yeah, it does seem to be on that kind of level. But I just thought that was funny. You can't tell me this doesn't bang. It's okay. I actually think they have a song that's better than this. They have one song that I actually think is uh, "Love Is Madness" with Halsey. That's a good one. I don't know. Featuring Halsey. Halsey. Um, what do you think about Kit Harrington joining the Marvel universe alongside? Um, Drawing a blank on his name, the guy who played his brother on Game of Thrones. I'm also drawing a blank on his name. He looks like Sebastian Stan, which is kind of funny. Just throw them in the same movie together as what? Yeah. A couple of sidecars, the Winter yeah. Soldier and... Superhero Brothers. But yeah, that, Tuss. that sounds about right. You know, they only give work to like the same like handful of people. So people are like, oh, it's like a reunion. But I just saw it like, oh yeah, like only like... <laughs> They just These keep, same people. Right, you you break down the door and you're in. Yeah. That movie that they're in sounds like... It's called The Eternals. It's Marvel's new, like... Like, oh, they're like the Avengers of, like, space. And they've been, like, watching over everything the whole time. It's like... It's like, have they? Yeah. Fucking did just, they? The, the, I even... I was almost not going to put this into my notes. Just because... Yeah. Could ya? It is. It's a would you, also a should you, if you want to get right down to it. I thought it was fun. We got competing Pope shows coming out, folks. Yeah, the Pope season two, or the new Pope season two on HBO. What's the other one? That's a sequel to the young Pope. It's called the new Pope now. So I guess they're like separate miniseries, even though it's a continuation. And also there's a new Netflix movie called The Two Popes, starring uh, Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price as two popes. And for me, it's two nopes on both of these (laughs) programs but i always think it's funny when there's two of the exact same thing that comes out and they just like didn't time it well the uh you know like armageddon deep impact the prestige illusionist when there's two of like prestige the exact same properties that come out dante's peak and volcano you know we got two pope shows coming out and it's like who needs either of these yeah. Who, who is all this Pope content for? <laughs> Did you see the new Pope? Uh, I guess it's a teaser of just... What's his face? Um, wow, it's early. Wow. Help me out with his name. Jude Law. 
walking along with no uh, just in his undies. Yeah, that's a, a preview. That's part of the trailer for the new Pope. Yeah, what's yeah. what's the purpose of that? Why is he in his undies? I don't know. He's he's a cool woke Pope, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, the the whole bit season one is like he was a Pope who smoked cigarettes. That guy Brandon Mordell had a, had a bit like, what if the Pope blasted cigs? And like <laughs> that's like the whole premise of the show, and it is funny. But yeah, like if you're this into the Pope, you're a dope. Who's watching all this? I can't even fathom it. And also, this was a story for some reason. Legendary Turkey director Joel Schumacher, Schumacher, Schumacher. There was a story that he estimates he's had about twenty thousand sexual partners. Did you see this? You see this? <laughs> you see this? You hear about this? What? I don't know what's grosser, that or his oh, filmography. That sucks. <laughs> Yes. I'm the guy who directed Batman and Robin. Yes. You want to come over and get herpes? <laughs> yeah, like 20,000. Oh, 20, That's revolting. Yeah, and he's like an old 80-year-old man. The picture they have accompanying the article is just like, oh, like Jesus, dude. He was probably joking. I don't think he was. He, I don't even see how he, that's possible. He went on to expound How many girls a year it. is that? That's like... I think it was guys. Oh, he's I think, a... I think he's a fun boy. He's or I think it's both. I think he's a whatever kind of guy. He's down for whatever. I respect that. Yeah. But I just thought that was wild. That's... Ugh. I don't um, think he's made a movie in a, in a bit. I don't think he needs to. While we're on the subject, uh, <laughs> Leslie Jones is leaving Saturday Night Live. I know you're... You must be heartbroken about this. She was one of your favorites. I think it's that she didn't... With the you know rigorous schedule of Saturday Night Live, <laughs> she didn't have enough time to floss her giant teeth. Oh. So <laughs> they just... You know, they let her do her thing that just so that she could go take care of that you know what i think that must be it but yeah i don't know how people think she's funny she's the most like one note performer i've ever seen yeah she doesn't Saturday make me laugh at all nightlife she has one speed and it's angry and yelling they'd always just bring her on she'd be like colin and just like yell about something like uninspired ishly yeah she'll, she sucks she'll be fine she probably has her new her own like film franchise she does she's stand about to up too I've noticed that on a lot of the uh, various yeah I think she has a Netflix special coming out she's probably going to be like the new Medea or something she'll be fine happy for her I saw that uh, Rin- Richard Linklater is working on a musical that will shoot over a 20 year period much like his film Boyhood the uh, drama that he shot over an eight-year period. What is going to happen if he dies during that 20-year period? Exactly. Like He's 59. He's going to be 80 by the time this thing presumably comes out. He's being very presumptuous. I'm having a drink with my dinner. But, I mean... Anybody got a problem with that? <laughs> Boy, it's a, it's a Stephen Sondheim musical. Um, what is it? This is a guy who knows how to... Merrily sing. We Roll Along, starring Beanie Feldstein and Bl- Ben Platt. Yes. If Beanie Feldstein, Jonah Hill's sister, Ben Platt from the Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah. So heavy hitting cast, folks. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping she might fade away, but now that she's locked down work for the next twenty Two years, decades, yeah, I think she's going to be on the scene. Yeah, when this movie comes out, we'll probably be wrapping up our ninety seconds of the Departed segment. <laughs> it's, it'll be big. But yeah, you know. Other movies use, like, makeup and effects to show the passage of time, but Richard Linklater is just like, nope! I want to secure some steady work for myself for the next 20 years and really give this my all. 
it's it's respectable. I mean, I like Boyhood. I like that there's someone out there doing something like bold and cool like this. What do you like about it? <laughs> he got me again. <laughs> um, yeah. The King with Timothy Chalamet and Robert Pattinson. I didn't realize Pattinson was a part of this. And these are two of my favorite current actors. I was going to say, those are two of your boys. So I feel like I have to watch this, and I don't have a choice, even yeah. though I really don't like medieval shows, typically. I don't either. They're usually Almost quite, never. quite boring. And this this is him, Timothy Chalamet, playing King Henry V or the Eighth, One of the King Henrys? I don't know history that well. <laughs> one of the cool King Henrys, though. And I thought it was weird, Joel Edgerton is in this movie, and he also wrote it. He's just in everything. Yeah, and I respect how he makes work for himself. Like, he writes, he directs, he acts. He's not the most compelling actor, but, you know, he's making things happen for him, himself out there. Like, he directed, and I think wrote that movie Boy Erased. Didn't you see that? I think I shut it off. Oh. It's on HBO, I'll probably watch it at some point. But I mean, Edgerton, he's making power plays. <laughs> is this the new Jeremy Renner song or something? <laughs> this is that Herman's Hermit song. Oh, dope. <laughs> kind of peppy. Uh, new Chappelle special. Actually, that's, we'll talk about that in reviews. But yeah. I want to talk about watching the new Chappelle special inspired me to look up other things Chappelle has done one of them being episode 20 in season 4 of Home Improvement alongside Jim Brewer 420 bro do you think that was on purpose I hope so oh no Probably definitely not, but let's pretend it was. I forgot how enjoyable and breezy that show was. Yes. Although you mentioned that Wilson sucks, and I completely agree. Yeah, he does nothing for me. You want to talk about one-note bits? It's like, oh, yeah, we don't show his face. I don't even think they showed his face in the final episode. It's like, give me that idiot's face. Show me Wilson now. If you could... Hating this elevator music version of the Home Improvement theme. <laughs> it's like that synthesizer bass. Richard Karn would not have this. Uh? <laughs> Ooh, mine's off today. It's normally better. I'm sorry, fans. But yeah, was it a strong episode? I liked it. It's on Hulu, season four, episode twenty. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I think no that's doubt. That's an unnecessary plug. I don't think Tim Allen has <laughs> enough residuals coming in from uh, the Santa Claus too. Yes, the Home Improvement uh, Nielsen team is gonna see a big uptick in episode 420. A hundred enough listeners roaring to watch it. Roaring! I thought it was fun that. Uh, did you see the trailer for the Breaking Bad Netflix movie? I did. I like how this movie's coming out of nowhere. Looking forward to it. I like a nice surprise movie. Like people didn't, people thought this movie hadn't even been shot yet, and all of a sudden they come out with this trailer and they're like, "Not only did we shoot it already, it's coming out in a month." What do you think of this? Is it that soon? Yeah, it comes out in like October sixth or something, something in October. But uh, yeah, like the Irishman, I feel like was announced a decade ago. We're still waiting. This one's right around the corner. Suddenly, it's called El Camino. It's a uh, Gonna show us what became of Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. And it's 
got a pretty cool trailer. It's Skinny Pete giving a little monologue to some uh, authorities. How did on earth did you remember that that was his name? Because uh, that's what I do. That's the kind of knowledge that I maintain. But I thought it would have been way better if they used Badger. Like, it would have hit so much harder. Hey, Badger, man! Hey, Jesse, man! I'm, I'm not giving you Jesse's location, man! I would never do that. <coughs> 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 Ooh, dying. <laughs> dying for this voice work. But, uh, yeah. Excited to see that in October for the fans. That'll be fun. Also, speaking of Netflix movies that might be strong, The Irishman. Martin Scorsese movie that is finally probably actually coming out. They announced a runtime of 210 minutes, which Monty, I don't need your help. It's 3 hours and 30 minutes. Which is very very long. Yeah, I <laughs> maybe that's why it's been so long or ugh. wow. Something about the really long runtimes. I just find it pretentious. I mean, if it's good, I'll sit there and watch it all damn day, but it does, it's daunting. The 3.30. Kid, you're all over the place. Yeah, it's, my headset is, I get the pop screen in the wrong spot because I, I like to have it, I need to get speakers so that I can play my fun sounds better rather okay. than just leaning in and hurting my neck. Lean in, Sheryl Sandberg. But yeah, The Irishman, it'll be released in theaters on November 1st prior to its release on Netflix November 27th. Do you think we could handle a three-hour, 30-minute movie in the theater? Uh, yeah, if we get the good seats, get set up all nice. Yeah, I could do it. I could do it. And I only, I just have one more bit of news. There's a show on Netflix called The Good Cop, starring Tony Danza and Josh, ugh, Josh Groban. You heard me right, folks. Tony Danza and Josh Groban, the singer. <laughs> And this is the logline. When he's not solving murders, a pathologically honest detective keeps an eye on his crooked but kind-hearted dad. And I didn't watch this. I just, like, stared at the info screen in disbelief. Like, what? what's going on out there? These shows are, like, lost to time the second they come out. I've never even heard anyone say word one about this show, and I don't think I ever will. I appreciate Tony Danza getting work in 2019. Hmm. I mean, that's it. Do though. you? I'm I not do. the biggest Danza. What was his show again? Who's the boss? Yeah, I never watched that. Was that good? With Judith Light and uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I remember it existing, but it wasn't uh, on my radar. It was fine. I mean, it was an '80s sitcom. Um, what else? That's yeah. I'm pretty much I. That's about it for me with news. The Richard Linklater thing is what blew me away the most. Yeah. So, folks, I have a new idea, or we, I guess, have a new idea for a segment uh, where we pitch movie ideas. Yes. I've, do I've done this before. I've yeah. brought this segment up. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to repurpose my segment as your own thing. <laughs> it's true. You did. Did you like how I said me and then we and then yes. <laughs> slid back? And then me. <laughs> I like to just take the... It's taken all my... Yeah, either way, but yes, my yes. pitch for the week is a Danica Patrick, the race car driver, biopic mm. starring Anna Kendrick. As soon as you said this, I was like, that's a home run. I pictured oh, it yeah. in my mind. You can see it. Give Kendrick that Danica Patrick, like, weird haircut. She could be filming it tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's perfect. And yeah, I, 
when I when I brought up the pitch before, I want to do a show where it's like Shark Tank, but it's people pitching movies to us or us pitching movies to like Hollywood head honchos. Either or. Can we wear suits and sit in row. Yeah, Turkey Tank. This is Turkey Tank, baby. <laughs> and I I don't have a pitch. I'm just gonna remind the fans of my old <clears throat> my old pitch of uh, a female reboot of Boondock Saints called Boondock Angels. Yeah, we needed that back. What'd you eat? A thing That's of cottage Oma. cheese this morning? You got dairy throat. <laughs> oh my. I do have dairy throat, don't it's I? It's time to take a stand. <laughs> or also, what about Johnny Wick? A prequel to John Wick with him as like a child assassin? In like a suit? Is it all CGI or green screen? No. It's all, uh... It's all real. Hmm. We all do it for real. It's kind of similar to my pitch for Mikey Clayton. A prequel to Michael Clayton. It's Mikey stuff. Hank's not wowed by any of these I'll pitches. take that disc, man, <laughs> and I'll ram it up your box. Oh! But, uh... Yeah, let's talk, uh... We got some shuts? <laughs> <laughs> we do. Um, <laughs> it's part of our one of our s- segments. Mm. Uh, I shut The Godfather 2. The Godfather. We're going to talk about the Godfather movies in a bit, but I shut that movie that you recommended, the showdown at um, Beaver Creek or whatever the fuck. Yeah, at uh, the the standoff at Sparrow at Creek. Bad title Boulevard. The standoff at Sparrow Creek. I hated every minute of it. Hated every hated minute. It. Folks, don't listen. Hated it. Remember that? <laughs> I do. It was that, no. Yeah, it was a good it. movie. It just wasn't violent enough for you. It was good. I got very bored and confused, and I was questioning, I was asking a bunch of questions, and then I just gave up. I know, I was even answering all your questions through text, trying to keep you on board. Like, come on, it's it's gonna pick up, just, I could, like, feel you floundering while watching. But, I mean, it happens. Yeah, no good. I shot a movie called Southbound uh, on Hulu, I don't remember it. I shot a movie called Haze. I think it was about drug dealers, also on Hulu, don't remember it. I shut Vice, Adam McKay vehicle that was nominated for a bunch of Oscars, starring see. Christian Bale. I thought it was super boring. I thought it was all right. It was a, a bit much at times, but there was some good stuff in there. I, like I, about I, it? I could see shedding it. Yeah, it was gonzo. And then, I, like I said, Godfather 2. That's all my shots. What do you got? Any good ones? I actually have the rare respectable shut. I put on, just because it was new, the... the the new Netflix show, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Do you remember that old Jim Henson movie, The Dark Crystal? Yes, yes. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. I put it on just to, like, check it out, and I think it's actually good. Like, they use puppets instead of CGI, mm. and it's very, like, old-fashioned and well, cool Well, it's nice looking. to hear that Jim Henson's back in the saddle again, <laughs> happy and healthy. <laughs> He's back at it, working again. The uh... But, yeah, I was watching, and I was like, this is good, but this is very much kid stuff. Like, it's for young children. I felt silly watching it, and I turned it off after half an hour. But even though I shut it, I'm going to recommend it. If you're, like, a weird kid out there who likes sci-fi nonsense, check it out. You're it's recommending very, a shut. I'm recommending a shut. It's a okay. game changer. <laughs> this is a new... Uh, yeah. Okay. And also, I popped on, just out of curiosity, the new uh, Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. Which I think the title is BH90210. And this is just such a weird show. Listen to the concept for this show. Instead of just like rebooting it and having it be like it used to be, the concept or the conceit, whatever this show, is all the 90210 actors playing themselves 
planning a reboot of 90210, but it's, you know, scripted. It's not a reality show. So it's just, they went, like, three layers deep with, like, meta nonsense. It's just, like, you know, it's really bad and weird. And it's, you know, them, like, poking fun at themselves, but it's, like, who, who could be bothered with all this? Maybe if you watched it back in the day, you'd find some fun in it, but I don't know. I just thought it was insane. For that doesn't sound very good. Yeah, it was, it was bad. And I think that's all I shut. I also I shot one of the uh, American Pie Presents movies because they're all on Stars on Demand right now. And for fans who are unaware, this is the uh, the straight to video side series to American Pie, where the only returning character from the original trilogy is Eugene Levy. And it's him hanging out with, like, Stifler's cousin and, like, going on awful turkey adventures. It's, uh, it's really bad. I fell asleep to one of them. I can't even remember which one. But that was fun. And, uh, you want to get into Scotty's Ballers Corner? I didn't. Uh, I do, yes, but I, <laughs> I didn't designate a sweeper for this, and it's bumming me out, so we're going to have to just use... Oh, I don't know. Adam Pike. Ooh. I love it. And folks, this is, uh... We're going to talk about Ballers, a.k.a. Unwatchable Sports Entourage, <laughs> the HBO show. And I watched the first season of the show, then stopped, because it's really bad. But now it's back for its fifth and final season, so I decided I'm going to start watching it just to see how bad it can be and see if we get some yucks out of it. I'm not sure of the segment title for this. Maybe Ball Boys? A Ballers Recap Podcast? (laughs) That might be. (laughs) I'm in. So welcome to Ball Boys. And first of all, the theme song for Ballers is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It's Lil Wayne, I believe. Yeah, right above it by Lil Wayne and Drake. Ugh. Like such not only a bad song but a bad TV show theme. It's yeah, just it's, like it doesn't really fit with the, with the video. Yeah, it's just like a song, and it's just so long. TV shows don't even like have theme songs anymore, and it sticks out and it's terrible. And this show is more lifeless than ever. Happy to report, and I hate this show, but it's not because it's about the world of sports, and I don't care about sports. I will watch a movie or TV show about anything if it's well done. Yeah, we like plenty of sports movies. We've actually had this discussion. Like, yeah. There's plenty of awesome sports movies. The fact that it's bad is because it's bad. Yes. I mean, sports, uh, Little Giants, Masterpiece, uh, The Sandlot, others. That's the yeah. first one that yeah, you little, pull. Little Giants is number one up top, definitely. But yeah, the show is... Fucking it's, Little Giants, huh? It's The Rock. You're just a Rick Moranis diehard. Yes. <laughs> Guilty. But yeah, Ballers, it's just like The Rock and Cordry are at odds now, and now it's like Cordry and Russell Brand, who's on the show for some reason. Cool. Versus The Rock. When you're cool, you're cool. Ugh, and it's just... Ugh. Like, even Entourage was like, when it was bad, it was still like watchable. This show's just like, it's literally like a chore and a slog to even sit through. I, I shut it off. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I was texting you the whole time, just like, fuck, why does this exist? The funniest part is that your 
you've bailed on ballers, or you're in full in on ballers, and we've all bailed everybody else. Yeah, and you watched all the the seasons leading up to this. I know? did indeed. But yeah, like we're getting voiceover narration about The Rock talking about like why he's afraid of water, shoehorned in between this awful business banter. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the preview. We're supposed to care about why The Rock doesn't want to go in the ocean. Yeah, and then at the end of the episode, of course, it's him like slowly walking into the drink. You're like, I gotta conquer my demons. It's like, wait, you're just doing this now? You're like 50, and you're just conquering your fear of water? You're supposed to be like a cool, <coughs> tough guy? Holy shit, is this show awful. And then, like, he's buying, he's buying the Kansas City Chiefs. And then, like, Cordry's jealous, so he, like, buys some other team. It's just like, ugh. I wonder if they're gonna put aside their differences and become friends again And as the season winds down. You think Ari Gold will make an appearance on this show at any point to uh, merge the Entourage and Ballers universes? I think he's too busy doing a terrible stand-up tour. Wow, you're right, actually. That would be fun to go see him live for like five minutes. Then it'd be like, then it's like, oh, fuck, he's going to keep talking and like do a whole set and the whole deal. But yeah, that's all I have for Ballers. I probably won't even keep doing this. Uh, maybe at least a couple more. To keep the ball boys segment segment going, but uh, yeah, it's awful, worse than ever, truly lifeless. Yeah, I can't go back to it. I'm done. For, I'm done forever. There's, there's a lot of good shows on right now, like we discussed. Yeah. I'm deep into the affair. Huh. Oh yeah. The affair. Yeah, Succession episode four happened the other day yeah let's get right into uh proper reviews because i think that this first of all succession alone deserves a standing ovation how good this goddamn show is couldn't agree more this most recent episode was maybe like the best episode of the show yet i thought it hit like several peaks and yeah i loved it couldn't have enjoyed it. holly hunter cameo yes yeah, there's like a shooting in the news office where they all work, and they have to section off different characters, and they're all like trapped in these scenarios with people that they shouldn't uh, be with. It was very like well done and clever. All the while, Kieran Culkin is being forced to undergo uh, the management training program at the park with yes. Zach Cherry at, uh, from crashing as his sidecar. Your boy. Friend of the show. <laughs> And, yeah, then Tom and Greg are in a fight, and Tom's throwing water bottles at Greg. Yeah. I just, it's, the show's great. No, and it's like, it's two, like, of the higher-ups at this company, but they're family, and they're getting into, like, a fight, and one of them's like, security, and security's about to step in, and then the other guy is like, no, this is, like, executive, executive business. business. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's such a weird, funny show. Yeah. So fucking show's good. great. And there was also, there was a scene where uh, one of the characters has to give a eulogy for this guy, who he learns, like, right before he has to give the eulogy, was, like, a terrible guy. And he's trying to, like, run for president, so he can't give a speech praising this guy, who everybody knows is a slime ball. So he gives a eulogy that's just, like, it's just him stating facts. He goes, like, he was a man, and he has died. We will all die. He lived for 78 years. And no more. And, like, a bunch of just, like, stating facts when he's supposed to be, like, eulogizing him. It was very funny. This show's great. Everyone needs to be watching this if you're not. HBO, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Get in there. There's, I don't, 
I don't think enough. We've talked about this too. I don't think enough people are, are on board with this show. Enough. I feel and like nobody's watching it but us. I mean, at the same time, we're we're kind of contrarians. Where in in that we'll not want everybody ruining our shows with quotations and you know overhype. But mm. this show, I feel like meet meet us in the middle here. Like nobody's <laughs> talking about yeah. it. Throw us a quote. <laughs> Throw us something. Um. I watched the new Dave Chappelle special, Sticks and Stones, on Netflix. Oh, man. Oh, I, man. I, your Chappelle is okay. <laughs> I loved He's it. In? I loved it. I thought it was one of his funnier specials ever. Guess what? I did, too. I thought so. I thought it was terrific. Uh, that Anthony Bourdain joke right out of the beginning. Yeah, he starts so Referring strong. to him as this N-word. Um, R. Kelly bit. He had a great bit about the Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. He was like, I felt like HBO was sticking baby dicks in my ears for four hours. <laughs> Talking about how, like eating Michael Jackson eating ass and it just, oh, it was so funny. Yes. The, uh, yeah, he hits like every shocking topic. People online were like, oh, he's canceled and the whole deal, but, you know. He brings up shocking things, but he had good jokes about each one. People online suck. Yeah. I didn't even look at reviews or anyone's Twitter about it. It just, I couldn't, it would have driven me crazy. That's the worst part about even looking online. Like, if you didn't hear all the online woke chatter about it, you would just watch the special and be like, wow, he really went for it. And that was really funny. Good for him and good for us. The end. But instead, like, people can't just enjoy something. They have to turn into such a a kudjathon. And I've had enough. And also, speaking of stand-up comedy, I listened to the new Jim Gaffigan special. Is that any good on Amazon? Time. Yes. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I listened to it on Spotify, but you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's also a special. He, you know, he has five kids and he eats a lot, and that's kind of his shtick. But he, he branched out on this one. He had a lot of like new material that I was kind of digging. I thought it was very enjoyable. And... Uh, What's the, that's called Jim Gaffigan Quality Time on Amazon Prime. I watched a movie the other day that I know you saw starring stand-up comedian Chris D'Elia, who we love, mm. uh, called Flock of Dudes. Yes, I turned this off. I didn't watch it. Oh, you it. didn't finish it? No. It was so bad. That's why I turned it off. <laughs> and I appreciate Chris D'Elia getting work, and I oh, yeah. dig that he's trying to transition into acting more so, and he's got that Netflix show coming up. Mm. But it was very, very bad, and it had... Um, What's his face from How to Make It in America? Ben, uh, you got it. Sidecar Jones. Ben Sobolioni. <laughs> I can't remember it either. The kid from How to Make It in America is in it. And it's just like an Eric Andre. It's just a very strange cast. And mm. they're all supposed to be buddies. And they're be- like their friend group needs to separate because they're such, such bad influences on each other in terms of maturity and... Mm. When they do separate, it ends up, you know, causing um, Chris D'Elia to meet a woman and, like, make his life better. And it's just, it's super cheese. I, I really didn't like it. Mm. Just like a, it's like a frat guy movie. And I feel like they've made a hundred iterations of this and it's never getting any better. Um, yeah, did you watch anything good? There's so many bad <laughs> ones in that genre. Is that supposed to be a pun on something? Flock of dudes? What is that a pun on? Uh, like flock of seagulls, but it doesn't Maybe. rhyme or anything? Bad title. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that. Yeah. It, it sucked. I saw um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Which oh, is, okay. That which was pretty good. New to HBO. 
I'll uh, read a premise for the fans. Uh, this is uh, based on a true story about Lee Israel, an author. When she's no longer able to get published because she's fallen out of step with current tastes, she turns her art form to deception, abetted by her loyal friend Jack. In a, uh, oh, that's kind of an awful premise. I should have read that before doing it. But uh, it stars Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant. They're like a fun, wacky, alcoholic duo. This is like a good New York kind of indie comedy drama. The uh, if the woman who directed this, Marielle Heller, I bet no one has seen her first movie, Confessions of a Teenage Girl, which is a bad, nope. it's a bad default title, but it's actually a pretty good movie with uh, Kristen Wiig and that Skarsgård guy. If you look out for that, if you see it, Confessions of a Teenage Girl is good. But yeah, Can You Ever Forgive Me? It was, you know, fun, fast-paced. It's like a crime caper. It's one of those movies she's... Crime. She keeps getting in deeper, and you keep waiting for the shoot Yeah, to I drop. got a kick out of it. And I appreciated Melissa McCarthy getting nominated for something. She didn't win, but... Yeah, she was really good. I knew, we, it was one of those that you know they're not going to win, but it's nice that they got the nomination awards. Yeah. She has chops. She's not... It's nice to see her not having to do, like, bumbling right, physical funny, comedy. funny, fat lady. Like, not whoops. that she didn't do three of those movies in addition to it, because yeah. she wants to keep that going, but... Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, whoops, I slipped in diarrhea and fell. Freak of fucking nature doesn't want a house tour. <laughs> but, yeah, that is Can You Ever Forgive Me on HBO. It's a enjoyable watch. And I actually thought it had a great final shot. It had a final shot that, like, summed up the movie in, in such a clever, interesting way. I like when a movie has a, really goes out with a bang. It'll really uh, leave you uh, feeling strong about it. Dope. Hmm. Should we get to the featured review? Um, yeah, why not? I don't think I have much more. <laughs> it's me, the Podfather. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny again! The Podfather! Oh! Maron! Barona me! Get me a fucking bit of gabagoo! Whoa! I'm still waiting for the female remake called The Godmother, starring like Bella Thorne or Mindy Kaling. I like the one that says shampoo. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a fucking situation. Uh, so I've been one of those people that didn't watch The Godfather for the longest time. This is crazy to me. I, I, I'm 36 years old in a couple of weeks, and this is my first viewing of The Godfather Part 1 and 2. Wow. I watched like the first five minutes of The Godfather and shut it off a few times, but this was the first time that I sat down with my dad and my brother and committed to watching all of it. You sat down with the Don himself and, and I, watched The Godfather. I finished the entire first one. Mm. and I think the first one's great. There's a few quotable lines, and I thought it was okay. I mean, I'm not going to say I totally hated it. I just think it's one of the most overrated movies of all time. That's the thing. when It's got the reputation as like the number one movie. Like, it's not... It has like a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. People yeah. never shut up about it. It's one of those movies that everybody's a film critic when they talk about it. and they. Mm. I don't really like it 
or I don't really like Francis Ford Coppola. What don't you like about it? <laughs> I just I thought it was terrible in a lot of ways. I mean, it was okay. They I'm just gonna. There's no such thing as spoiling The Godfather. Yeah. So <laughs> we're spoiling like, it. Yeah. J- they killed off. These are the things I didn't like about it. Um, James Caan. They killed him off too quickly. Oh. Um, well, that's you're supposed to be upset about that. That's supposed to. Yeah, but it, it doesn't mean I wasn't upset in the way they wanted me to be upset. I was upset mm. in the way like, okay, well now I'm not interested in this movie. Oh, anymore. okay. You just wanted more of that character <laughs> yes. hanging out. I didn't realize Dominic Chianese was in this, oh. but at the same time, there's like four guys who look just like Dominic Chianese, and it just sort of threw me. And there's yeah, <laughs> maybe and it was, maybe it wasn't. It just was confusing. Who's that guy? Who's who's this guy? Who's this guy? And it, it just <laughs> over and over again. I was if if I didn't have my dad and my brother in the room who'd seen it before to ask questions to, I definitely wouldn't have made it. And even then, <laughs> do you really want to have to ask who people are? Mr. Question Man. There's a few lines that I really liked. Um, Leave the gun, take the cannolis. Oh. Michael, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. That's from the second one. What about when Khan breaks that guy's camera, then does that That was great, yeah. I I posted a video of that. It's like my favorite moment in any movie ever. Fredo uh, basically reminded me of every boss I've ever had for my entire adult life. That's good. Just a slippery douchebag yeah. with a receding hairline that you want to just punch over and over and over again. That's the perfect like first adjective to use to describe him. Slippery. <laughs> I'd love to have gone up to one of my bosses and done the, you broke my heart, and yeah. grabbed him by the fucking cheeks. God, that would have made me really happy. And, I mean, now I have no boss, so I can't do that bit. Oh. Um, do it in the mirror. To myself. Make your shoes look like fucking mirrors. And it's just one of those things that, yeah, everybody loves Goodfellas and Casino and the other Scorsese mafia flicks. And, mm. But, I mean, no one would ever say they're better than The Godfather. And they are. I would. By miles. I would say Goodfellas is definitely better than The Godfather. I feel like that's a mortal sin, though. Yeah. It's one of those things that you couldn't get away with saying around most people. Yeah, this is one of those hacky, like, <clears throat> like stones of Beatles, and everyone's just like, bah! Like that's the Bo- only funny part of I Love You, Man, when he's ta- when Paul Rudd's talking to John Favreau, and he's like, Beatles are stones on three. One, two, and then Favreau just says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Such a realistic thing. Yeah, that, that no, really, really made me laugh. No one would tolerate that. What do you think of The Godfather? I mean, you said you kind of like it. You hated the second one and you shut it off, from if memory serves? I don't hate the second one. I just think it's boring. And a lot of people say the second one's better than the first one. And it's like, I don't know where that's coming from. My problems with the second one is De Niro is supposed to be the young version of Marlon Brando, which, one, they don't look anything alike at all. And two, they do something weird with his voice. To like make De Niro sound more Brando-ish or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I just don't remember him saying anything. Yeah, like he speaks very infrequently and like talks very softly and like they do something. It's very distracting every time he talks. And you, I just couldn't buy him like this is supposed to be that character. I said this. I don't like '70s Pacino. I say I like him in Cruising. Yeah, and that's about it. I've and never, I think that's I've just the premise that. of that is interesting. But yeah, he's very, like, boring in the 70s. In all 70s movies, he's like, uh, hello, yes, I'm, I'm Al Pacino. Yeah, I'm Al Pacino. My hair is very neat. Yeah, and then and, uh, somewhere along I, the line... I'm a great was, cigarette guy. Somewhere along the line, he was like, Ah! I'm Al Pacino! hoo In everything. And, like, he's... Great ass! He completely killed the boring version of himself. 
But yeah, two I didn't love. I've never seen three. Like I've never seen any of the Godfather three. I feel like I'd like it though. People shit on it so much. I, f- I want to watch it and like hoping for the best. You haven't seen three? I don't I imagine. Haven't. I don't have any intention of seeing it either. If everyone says it's worse than the others, yes. And I hated the others. That's the thing. I've never heard anyone be like, eh, "It's actually pretty good." So it's like. It's hard to put on, like, a guaranteed turkey. Can we obit The Godfather? No. Or if you want to. I'd like to obit The Godfather. The Godfather. In, in, the, uh, in the interest of just, like, talking about different things, I'm into it. It's like, this, there's a bunch of other movies that can be discussed on Earth. I don't really see the need to bring, bring up a movie that everybody's seen ever again. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> My favorite movie is Pulp Fiction, but I'm not going to talk about it all the time. Fair. I just watch it on my own time every couple of weeks. Hmm. That's safe. It's over. Don't talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> the Godfather is dead. Wow. Um, that's all I got in The Godfather. You want to go keep going or you want to do Bachelor in Paradise? The Godfather. Unless you have other reviews. What else did you watch? Anything you want to re- um, plug? Actually, I watched the series finale of The X-Files. Which, that's, <sighs> I know, I almost didn't bring this up, because I know you don't care, but <laughs> Point. I just wanted to talk real quick, like, the X-Files ended, like, 15 years ago, then they brought it back for two seasons recently, and so they had a second series finale, and it was just, like, the busiest, most lazily written, over-the-top thing I've ever seen in my life. It was legit, it's like it was written by me when I was in the sixth grade. Going like, uh, I think like Mulder and Scully should have an alien baby, and then like, uh, the cigarette smoking man is like taking the world hostage with a virus, and then, uh, like, it's like a parody of the X Files. Like, stupid Mitch Pelegi's in there, like, I'm closing the X Files, give me your badges. And the cigarette smoking man, a character I used to think was like the coolest character out there i now realize it's just the most one note villain that's ever existed and they need to stop bringing back these shows like the reboots of shows especially ones that i like like when it first started happening i was like oh all my shows are coming back this is exciting but then they're all disappointing like the new x-files was terrible arrested development the first seasons one through three are some of the best tv ever and the netflix seasons are just like kind of bad no show that's been rebooted has been like, like wow, it's back and better than ever. It's just, it's We're not... We're back and better than ever. We're back. The lesson is never reboot anything. The best it can be is like a passable version of itself that will still tarnish the legacy of the show in the long term. Boom. Okay. No more reboots. Agreed. Agreed. Um, also... Have we ever talked about bowl cut on the show? Oh, do we have to? <laughs> he doesn't want to. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, we're never talking about bowl cut on the we show. We did a show on local public access that had called one bowl cut. Yeah, that had one episode. I like how you're whispering this. <laughs> I'm humiliated by this episode, folks. What? I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. We don't even have a copy of it. If but, you do have fans, a copy, yeah, if you can wrangle one, uh, we'd love to see it. Call up the Norwell Public Access Comcast channel and talk to friend of the show, Deb, a.k.a. The Maniac. Yes. And have her send us a tape, and we'll play some of the clips on the air. 
Ang- to be honest with you, I actually had this thought on my drive back from my dad's this morning. I thought about bowl cut. Oh, wow. And I thought about calling up the public access channel to get the tape because, you know, wow. they have tapes of everything. And then maybe we play a little on the air. Like, I'll let's, buy a VCR to do this. Let's do it. I have a working VCR. Do you really? Boy, I do. Okay. No. Should we call him on air? Is that funny? We, I bet we'll get a machine, especially because oh, on Labor Day, day. yeah, hundred percent. But no, I like where your head's at. I guarantee there's a, there's a copy of it in there, probably a mastered good one too. Yeah. And then we can play it on the air. And you know, and, obviously, oh. obviously, folks, it's not good. Jesus Christ! It's us and our high school friends. We can't like, watch it beforehand either, because then we'll forget how bad it is, or we'll know how bad it is and bail. So we'll have to do first look. Yeah. Live for you guys and. Oof, that's going to be embarrassing. Well, the jerks thought, Paul, <laughs> they're running out of you. And I feel like once we do that, that uh, bowl cut episode two is going to be right around the corner. Perhaps We're going to have re- to rekindle our relationship with... Redbox original? Yeah. Or Joseph Caruso, friend of the show. Huh. Yeah, where am I? <laughs> I won't do it. Um, you already did. <laughs> well, I did the yeah. That's all. It's just a yeah. little, just a little one. Little it's teaser. good. It's fine. It's the fans. Can we talk Bachelor, please? I'm itching. Wow, he's itching for it. I'm, I'm itching. Um, yeah. I just had one more quick thing. Did actually, let's just do Bachelor. I'll save it. Is it a good we're, one? We're Bachelor. It's not that good. That's why <laughs> we're moving along. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the Bachelor. I'm getting a bad look. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot. <laughs> You're a terrorist. Ooh, it's French. Speaking, do you remember the terror reality show Paradise? I don't. Actually, yes, I do. I was gonna oh my say, God. if anyone remembers this, you would. She's a babe. Yeah. Still. Um, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, I this, still hate Nicole. This was another wacky Very episode. Much. They're, the cast is still lying around the beach doing nothing. They're burying each other in the sand. They're day drinking. They're shit talking. They're having fun. The uh, John Paul Jones and that Beyonce looking girl. Tasha. They were. Her, uh, she upset him a lot, and that kind of bummed me out. Yeah. Like she's playing both sides of the fence with him and Derek, and it just didn't seem fair. Wow. They, t- they talked about this on Doughboys recently, and I agree. They were making fun of uh, the, they called it dud studs. Like, studs, like the funny hunk, like a Ryan Reynolds type, like the hunk who's also funny. And that's like the John Paul Jones thing. Like, he's trying to have it all, and people think he's funny just because he's, like, saying wacky stuff. He's not actually funny. No, he's a dullard. He's a dud stud. Um, then that woman, they introduced Tazwan. I don't believe that's a real name, first of all. And she stinks. She's a basket case. Jesus, I wrote. At one point, she's eating pasta in the pool and crying. She legit, she strolls in and like her first line is like, I don't care about anybody but myself. Also, she legitimately has this voice that I do for women. Like, like, hi. Like, hey, Hey. I'm a woman. Hey. Hear me roar. And and she's like, I need a fan. And she's like fanning herself. She's all sweaty and and just go in the ocean. Yeah, it's like, who cares? Go <laughs> in the ocean and don't let them film you when you're all sweaty, you vomitous pig. Yes. And then she took John Paul Jones on a date because Taisha said that she didn't care if he saw other people. So it's almost like he was trying to... 
I don't know what he was trying to do. But so he goes out with Tajwan and they make out in the pool and then she's all of a sudden obsessed with him. I didn't even see them make out. I, th- I think she Terrible was just obsessed from... John Paul Jones said uh, to her, we're having a Taj one-on-one. And then he like cackled like uh, a fool for uh, like 20 minutes. Just laughing at his own bit. That's what made me think of the dud stud stuff. I was like, this guy... He's a dud stud. People shouldn't be allowing this. Yeah, he sucks. And then he eats the food on the date, and then she's laughing at him, saying, you're not supposed to eat the food. It's I don't like, recall that being a thing. All these stupid rules. Like, this show's so annoying. Everything... <laughs> Like anything anyone does, is like turns into. Yeah, the sound into of her voice is just. In, what just, do you mean? Why what? are you eating the food? There's so much going on. And then he gets sick again. Like that's his thing. Like vomiting on camera and having like a like a vomity cough going. It's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. She um, keeps going. There's so much going on, and like the, actually, there's not. Like you showed up to this reality show, went on one date for ten minutes, and I guess fell in love. And are being as dramatic as possible to spice this show up, <laughs> and it's not working at all. It couldn't be simpler. It's yeah. Like, and then it, they get into all the Dean and Caitlin stuff. Him just steamrolling her with the news that they're done after Paradise. Then they get into the whole breakup conversation, and he's basically he literally says, "It's not you, it's me." You're giving me the "It's not you, it's me" routine. <laughs> I invented "It's not you, yeah, it's and me." It's just like he he. If it's anybody, it's me, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was going to play. I should have gotten the whole clip. I know. I kind of need it. But <laughs> you I know, like I try that. to be brief. That's good. Yes, it, it is. just he literally says that. And then he's. I mean, he has a, a reasonable perspective about the experience of Bachelor in Paradise. He says, like, we're supposed to just start t- talking to each other on the beach. And then, like, yes. what's going to happen? Like, we we leave the show and we get married and we're supposed to be together for the rest of our lives. Like, we're 25 and we barely know each other. And yeah. this is absurd. And everybody else seems to have this silly, pers- like, you know, fake perspective that they're meeting the man or woman of their dreams just because oh there's only other, you know, eight other people to choose from. And I honestly believe half of them actually think that they're in love with the person, which is insane. Yeah. They're not good enough actors. And they all say, yeah, you're right. They're all like, they all just seem like silly, insane people. Who are just so like willing to like jump at anything that might could possibly be misconstrued as love. That's the funniest part, like watching people quote unquote date on this show. It's like watching two actors auditioning for a role in a romantic comedy. And like some of them you're like, Oh, they're good together. I can see that, but most of them you're just like, This is boring. I'm watching two boring people talk to each other boringly. Yeah, it's and, rough. You know, then John Paul Jones and Derek get into that fight at the wedding. Wow. How frustrating is that? Like, there's a couple that met on Bachelor in Paradise. I forget their names. And now they have their wedding on an episode of Bachelor in Paradise with the entire island mm. of people. So they invite, like, essentially 20 strangers to their wedding just so that they can be a part of whatever and be on television. Mm. Can you even imagine being involved Oof. in this? Like, if that was your brother and he said, hey, by the way, we're going to get married in Mexico. <laughs> It'll be nice, but there's going to be 20 people filming a reality show during our wedding. And, like, yeah. we're all in suits, but they're wearing T-shirts and jeans and getting into arguments with each other, yeah. wearing flip-flops. <laughs> and it's just, I like, like they s- couldn't throw a suit in the bag? Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. I feel like the pe- of the people we know, like, most people be like, what? No, I don't want any part. I don't want any of those people at my wedding would like, be the exact words I would say. Like, and No thanks. Like, the amount of people that have suggested that I go on The Bachelor over like, oh, you should go on The Bachelor you should. over the years. It's a big cackle. Well, A, I'm about 15 years too old. Big. And B, I don't think I'd last one day. 
I'd go on my first one-on-one with a girl, and she'd say something stupid, and I'd do like the "I'm gonna go" and mm. just <laughs> just Eli go. Cash off screen, and that'd be the end of me. No, um, you, I think you could play it fun. Everybody you, you in like tears the, the whole time. I, I wouldn't last five minutes. Yeah, John Paul Jones, he was crying and like Derek cried too, praying to the Lord on the beach. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's. I thought he was fun. He, he was getting all sorts of serious. Everyone was crying this episode, I noticed. That foreign blonde babe whose name I can never remember, she was crying a lot. Demi? No. Oh, Christina. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she's from Russia. Yes. She, she cried a she ton. She's just like a weirdo. <laughs> she was trying to get Blake to give her the rose even though she's had sex with Blake already and isn't going to date him but just wants to use Blake to stay on the show and hopefully someone else will come down the stairs and she can snag them. Mm. She literally said that. I think Mustache Guy broke up with her and she was all upset about that. Didn't that no, happen? No, Mustache Guy was is Dylan and he's with Kaylin oh, and okay. he broke up with her. Okay. And then <laughs> there's... I, I'd already read a spoiler about Dylan and Kaylin staying together so I Dylan. knew... Dylan! <laughs> but yeah. Dylan! Ooh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I forgot to play it though. Perfect. And I knew that Dylan was going to come back. And they had a whole. <laughs> I did appreciate them with the close up of him shaving the mustache and then roaring back onto the beach. And Kaylin had already moved on to a new dude. And then Dylan just swooped her back up. Well, yeah, as I've said, every all these people, they, they have one character trait. His is, I have a mustache. <laughs> like in, in his intro, his bit is like him soaping it. Don't, that, don't forget his, his wacky tattoos. Oh yeah, he's got that too. Um, but you know what I mean. The I people do. are they all have a shtick like pasta sauce girl or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a really really stupid show, and <laughs> I love every minute of it. Yeah. Um, and now Connor is back, that really tall guy from Hannah B's season. Yep. The ladies seem very intrigued by and he, him. He talks like this, and like he's just like a big tall dummy. Yes. And I they he's just an, like him because he's tall. He's another dead stud. They're all dead studs. Oh yeah. <laughs> How is everyone in tears so frequently, too? Like, all the men? I haven't cried in, like, five years. No exaggeration. <laughs> yes. What is... I didn't cry the last time... I, I had a two-year relationship end horribly. Yeah. To the point where it was one of the most shocking, nightmarish occasions of my life. I didn't even... I don't think I shed more than one or two tears, at most, in private, without anybody... Like, if there was a television crew and a bunch of other people around and it was about some woman that I'd known for three hours, Mm. the idea of working up tears for that is... Like, how are these people going to handle the death of a relative or something that actually makes a fucking difference? Yeah. They're going to need to have to get that camera crew back. That's pretty much all I got on The Bachelor. It's the stupidest show ever made and I can't wait for... I guess they're doing a new episode tonight. I hope they don't bump it because of the holiday. (laughs) God forbid. God forbid. Forbid. That would be fucked up. God forbid. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, you got anything else on it? I, I imagine you took some rigorous notes. Um, not much else. I mean, I feel like I say this every time, but the, the these were some rough episodes. I'm kind of like falling out of love with the show. No. <laughs> yes. No peace. The uh, but yeah, that's all I had for that. Baby, you got a stew going. Baby? Uh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, baby. What one else? Day, you want to do 90 days? seconds? We got to do the third Cod Pod one of these days. Yeah, where is he? Mm-hmm. Mike Connolly, yeah. the fans are clamoring for you. Where are you? Do you want to just try to call him right now? See if we can get him on air? Yeah. All right. I just want to make fun of all his, his digital library of titles anyways. 
Nice impromptu invitation to the show. He, let's see if he... Oh, I almost called his dad by accident. Ooh, let's get him on. Bill? Bill, how has Yellowstone been this season? Has it been piping hot, or is it uh, in a sophomore slump? Hello. Cod, uh, you're on the air. <laughs> oh, that was... I'm at work, but I'll participate. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, bud? Yeah, not too much. You're working on Labor Day? My goodness. He's yes. a car, the, the, the car sales never stop. Never stop. Uh, we well, want a Jeep Commander. They haven't made those since 2009, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Cod, Cod, you famously once said so, on the show... Like said, oh, wait, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm excited I can talk, so... Okay. All right. We only have a few minutes that we need you for, but we want to talk about your iTunes. You famously once said on the show that you watch the HBO miniseries John Adams every summer, and I'm just wondering, yeah. how, how was this year's voyage? <laughs> It was wonderful, actually. Um, wow, you actually yeah, it, watched it, it? It's a powerful miniseries. It really just brings tears to my eyes at the end. That last episode is a real tearjerker. Wow, you are so sick. <laughs> oh um, man. The first, the first two episodes are the strongest. The ones about the Boston Massacre and the Declaration of Independence. God Wait, damn it! I'm sorry, we both just fell asleep live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Did I lose you? Yes. No, oh, and, and also a uh, designated survivor. The uh, it got canceled again by Netflix. Oh, we lost COD. We lost COD. He just hang up. We know, lost COD. He hung up in anger when I brought up the fact that designated oh, survivor. Nope, he's was back. Canceled. He's back. He's back. COD peace. Hey now. It's connecting. It's a FaceTime audio. I thought that would be clearer, and for some reason it's not. But yeah, to remind the fans, COD peace. I think we lost you there. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how Des- Scott was mentioning how designated survivor was canceled yet again. <laughs> Yeah, the, um, the Netflix season, like, as somebody who has seen every episode of Designated Survivor, <laughs> the Netflix season felt like a completely different show and is so ham-fisted with, like, everything on the nose about what's going on in the world today. It was absolutely terrible. Oh, it was all, like, ripped from the headlines, storylines? You know, kind of, like, you know, we're going to do an episode on, you know, like, like transsexuals, on, like, you know, mass shootings. We're going to do an episode, like, all the stuff that's happening right now, like, each episode had to be, like, its own its own like vignette for something that's going on with the world that the writers hate Oof, sounds terrible no thanks i can't yeah, believe that I thought the same thing. that <laughs> Kiefer sutherland that drunk that and madam secretary both got canceled your two favorites i only watched the first two seasons of madam secretary oh, okay <laughs> I, I am, even you have I, your limits i am you know i am a sucker for a uh, political flog yes <laughs> But yeah, can we talk about your digital library just for a hot minute? You sure. Talk? You know, I've added a lot since then. We'll have to update it, but sure. Yes. Uh, you, got, you got some stuff written down, Scott? I do. Oh, that's great. We oh, just, God. We I just want like to... I'm, I'm getting ambushed here. <laughs> yeah. That was the idea. No time to prepare. <laughs> we just want to roast you for your just digital library. This is for me. The funniest part of all these movies, before I get into them, is picturing you sitting down with your remote, combing through the menu, and pressing yes. <laughs> a nice... I love that you have no limits, too, in terms of the price. Like, it could be... Oh, none. None. It could be, like, a season of The Single Guy from 1994 for thirty three ninety nine, and you'd pull the trigger just for one episode. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing that anybody listening to this needs to understand. If you ever, you know, if you ever pull up your... Uh, Apple TV or Xbox or whatever it is that says, oh, hey, you know, John Wick 3 is out, but it's only available to buy. It's going to be available to rent in a month. That exists because of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, I have, I'm they guilty of this sometimes, but you're guilty of, like, I, I, you're the type of guy who would buy it or you would rent it 
and then if it becomes like if it becomes available just to rent, you'll rent it, and then when it becomes available to buy, or you'll rent it when it, there's a pre-order already loaded up. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they know people like they see that they want the newest, best, and no one wants to wait even like two weeks. It's like well, you gotta I get have myself it now. Psyched up where it's like, ooh, Jungle Boy Three is available. I'm just using that because that's a recent one. I was like, I really want to see that. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's twenty bucks. I, and it's like, do I want to wait a month and then I shut the TV off and I like pace around for a second and I'm like, yeah, fuck it up. Can't you get all three for thirty? Now the other two. Already own the other two. Yeah, but yeah, let's just cruise through some of your library. You own the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. <laughs> I love, I love that the only Spider-Man movies you own are the Andrew Garfield stinks, ones and I don't like that barely exist. <laughs> you yeah, own. You own Assassin's Creed. <laughs> is that with Michael Fassbender? So, so yes. Funny, funny story, is there a dick shot? You want to, you know, I've never finished that movie, but funny story about that well, movie. Well, that's good. Is when I first started watching, because I played the video game before, and I thought it looked kind of cool. I don't know why I wouldn't see it. For the first 15 minutes, I was trying to fumble with my remote to see if I accidentally had it set on another language. Because it's, it's in a foreign language. It's yeah. not subtitles for like the first 15 minutes. Like, what is this movie? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. You own the Fantastic Four, the Miles Teller one. <laughs> Are you rushing or dragging? You own Gods and Generals Extended Edition, which we call. I own that too. Which we call Cods and Generals. No, you. You. What did we gift it to each other? Did we? I think we did. I uh, must have. I think you bought it for me, and I bought it for you, just as and like then we a. We were gonna like watch it together, but that never happened. Yeah, it was real. I tried. I watched. I think a half hour of it. It's one of the most it's boring, like long, long, terrible <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Ever made. I'm gonna rapid fire a couple. Boondock Saints 2. Chappie. Oh. Chappie. Crossing Over, a movie starring Harrison Ford and Ray Liotta that doesn't exist. <laughs> this is this is like the Turkey Olympics. You own Gotti, which I think is cool. I'm not gonna make fun of that. Yeah, Gotti's okay. <laughs> I own two copies of Gotti. You own Cloud Atlas, which I actually think is dope. That's a great movie. And I, it surprises me that you owned it. Uh, you own the Hangover Three, but not the other ones, which I think is very cool. <laughs> you just have three. <laughs> isn't that isn't that the best part? Is when I own like the third of something that's like by far the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah, three is doesn't exist. Two's okay, and one is funny, and three is. Suck. I mean, I, they're not my favorites, but there's moments in the first one. Three no, really has almost nothing about it. Own the Naked Mile. Oh. I brought those up earlier. Those American Pie turkeys. Look, looking at your list of movies makes me think it's amazing that any movie gets made. Here's three in a row that wowed me. The Ides of March, In the Heart of the Sea, and Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> oh my god. Folks, if you want to watch oh, no. any of these classics, Scott, just go Scott, to Cod's house. Well known, I paid full price for all of these. Yeah, that's the that's whole a good, thing. like, $63. Yeah. <laughs> Like in the heart of the sea, nineteen ninety nine. Why not? Is that the the Angelina Jolie directorial debut? No, that's like the Moby Dick, Ron Howard, oh, Chris Hemsworth no. movie. Even worse. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's not great. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, like the most marketable actor in Hollywood, even though all of his movies are turkeys. Yes. I like Ards of Ides of March, and I think Ank said he did too. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you. Do. I never said that. Yes, you do. Uh, I do like Ryan Gosling and Clooney, but I don't recall ever. You know what? I think I did see it. I don't you remember know, saying I liked like it though. Running for something to get somebody pregnant and then have an abortion. I think I don't know something like that. 
You also own J. Edgar, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, and Jupiter Ascending. Three big J movies, and probably the most forgettable movies from the 2010s decade. Oh, Chris, Chris Pine's not a new action star? It's not a good Jack Ryan? <laughs> I love how many times they've tried to make Jack Ryan happen. It's, yeah, it's like, like, let Jack Ryan die. It's like, it's just a name. Make a new <laughs> story about a spy named John Scott. It'll be great. You own I Killing think- Kennedy and Killing Lincoln. I guess you're a big fan of the straight-to-TV adaptations of boring historical biographies that Bill O'Reilly ghostwrote. <laughs> oh man! And Lee Daniels. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, the butler sucks. Lee Daniels is the butler. You got to give it the full title. Uh, you own all the Mission Impossibles, which respect. I'm not yes. gonna make fun of that. That those are must owns. And you also own the RoboCop remake from 2012 that stars that boring guy and Michael Keaton. <laughs> which surprised uh, I me. Don't, I don't remember. I remember not liking that movie, but I don't remember anything from it. It's so forgettable and boring. It has one oh cool God. shot where they that, like they that reveal that the, like. remake was yeah. one of those movies where you see the trailer for it six months before it comes out, and it's like, oh wow, they're doing that again, and then you never hear anything about it. Then oh look, it's on iTunes. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you don't own the four-hour-long director's cut of Miami Vice. Oh, I do now. I have since added. Oh, added really? Yeah, wow. They have. <laughs> uh, well, it was after the Rewatchables podcast, because um, I said the opening was completely different, and I didn't know that, and it really is completely different. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that, as fucked the, up as that on, is. Um, it's on Netflix, I believe. Is they, it on the DVD? I have. Both. They don't... Netflix doesn't have the director's cut. Or um, I'll, I'll check again, but I feel like... I mean, it, I, if you search for it, it's hard to find. If you search director's cut, you won't find it. You gotta search unrated because that was a thing back then. You know, think it's gonna be like too hot for TV. Yeah. Um, and like the they had like forty five minutes at the beginning of them just racing around in cigarette boats. It's really cool. <laughs> I mean, it must have cost a fortune. I don't know why they cut it. Those go fast boats. Yeah. Well, Cod, you want to hang with us for uh, ninety seconds? The Departed, or you got to get back to closing deals? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm in charge here. Don't worry about it. Thank you for the appearance, and oh, we yeah. hope to hear from you soon. And keep buying terrible movies. It's much funnier when this is unplanned, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to ambush you every time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is much funnier. Yeah. Scott's I idea. Like, I, I, my hat is off to you, Scott. This is a, a fun ambush. I think, yeah. I think ambushing somebody like Parsons would be funny too, but you just wouldn't answer. Yeah, we're always worrying about like getting people on the podcast. Let's just call them and put them on the spot and, <laughs> and see how it goes. <laughs> But, like, uh, Joe wouldn't answer, Parsons wouldn't answer. That's probably accurate. Sure, most people don't answer the phone anymore. Yeah. No. Either way, have a great day. Cut, peace. All right. Later, bud. Thanks, Thanks God. Um, what else? Let's do 90 seconds and then get out of here. I have uh, some that was stuff fun. I got to take care of. That was very fun. Yeah, making fun of his digital library. That was burning a hole in my pocket for months. We needed to get that over with. I think the fans enjoyed it. Oh, The Departed's on can't get the timer going though. which which we all own digitally and physically cranberry juice <laughs> what is it you period get him a cranberry juice <laughs> i remember thinking this was so cool in the theater and now it just embarrasses me i remember thinking it's hey, so cool it. right Jack's now Jack's nephew <laughs> oh, oh fuck what oh fuck you what <laughs> That's a great punch sound. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry, I'm late. Staff Sergeant Digna Mazzella leads on to the undercover section. His undercover work is extensive. Sergeant Digna. He's here to give us his report, Sergeant Digna. 
Okay. His undercover work like is expensive. People are out there. They're like fucking Indians. You're not going to see them. You're not going to hear about them. Except through me or Captain Queen. You will not ever know the identity of undercover people. Unfortunately, this shithole has more fucking leaks than the Iraqi Navy. Fuck yourself. I'm tired from fucking your wife. How's your mother? Good. She's tired from fucking my father. Good. Today, girls. Just a what I have for microprocessors. Somebody micro may already know stole 20 microprocessors from the mass processor company processor. out of 128. These are the kind of processors they put into computers that can put a cruise missile out the ass of a camel from a couple, couple hundred, hundred miles, miles away. away. These little pieces of plastic are worth about a hundred grand piece. I get this, we got a guy working for the company two months, walks right out the front door with a box of processors on Tuesday, has it. That's it. Oh, that one hurt, I, I needed more. Yeah, I know, I can't do it though, I wanted it's only to hear 90 him. seconds allowed. I wanted to hear him say processes a couple more times. Look at times. his face, I paused it on a good face. Yeah, sure you did. They're both yeah, take, good Go ahead face. and take a pic of that. I'm gonna get a snapshot of For the visual one. element. Yeah. What a stupid movie this is. <laughs> um, yeah, we only have about, you know, 18 more weeks to go, and we'll be done. Yes. This is more ambitious than the Richard Linklater 20 Is that what we film. said, 18 more weeks? I think so. Or Monty. 180. It's either 18 or 180. Monty, let us know. Monty, send us an email. That's the only correspondence I'll accept. <laughs> um, you got plugs? Are we still brought in part by brought to the fans in part by Benefix, by the way? Yeah, we're back. We Speaking were able to reconcile our differences and handle the lawsuit. We settled outside of court. Wow, we're back. Check them out at Benefix.us in that case. Yep, big day. <laughs> big day. And please subscribe and follow enough on iTunes or SoundCloud. Please. Rate and review us. Please. If it's a fun one, we'll read it on the program. And guess what? We'll probably read it on the program, even if it's not a fun one. And email us at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Check out Night Promoting on Twitter. My buddy whose night uh, opening account got shut down, he started a new one with movie paraphernalia. It's very fun. At Night Promoting. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at SkipSeasonDuh. No plugs for me this week. Wow. Not in the mood. Email us. Ooh. Enough the podcast at Gmail. And have a great day, folks. One last thing, just for next week. There's a new Hulu documentary called Untouchable about Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm going to check it out. And fans, check it out. We'll talk about it next week. And hopefully we'll be talking about that John Travolta, Fred Durst movie, too, and the whole deal. Have a good cool one, everybody. Please.